Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. When you say I love you, but your wife doesn't say it back. So this is a common thing I'm having guys come in and and worry about and, you know, get frustrated about. And we're going to talk about what's happening, why, and, you know, what to do when this happens. So uh, my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from the guys in my program, the Strong Men, Strong Marriages is the name of the program. So guys, they're coming in, they're enjoying fun date nights together when they're really having issues with that in the past (laughs) or not having dates at all, right? Uh, Having increased self-worth and self-esteem, which is leading to less neediness. So this is a big part of what we're going to talk about today. Um, But when you have that worth and self-esteem that's not relying on your wife, Okay, you're much more attractive and you just feel better overall, and you're more likely to get that I love you back or attention, appreciation, affection, sex when you are less needy and have more self worth and self esteem. Okay, and get this happening to guys in the program. Okay, guys, they're finding win win with parenting issues. Sometimes that can be a struggle, right? But guys are getting there. Okay, guys are feeling increased connection and commitment to God. This is one of my favorite things that guys tell me and I see happen through my program, right? Is that they are more connected to God. And a lot of that increases your self-worth and self-esteem, right? When you know you're a son of God and you can really live in that, you feel full, right? And we're going to be talking about the day versus feeling empty, right? And needing your wife to fill you up. Okay. Guys are understanding the power of managing thoughts and emotions, right? They're seeing these negative patterns play out and finally like finding why they're so unattractive to their wives. It's super powerful and being able to manage their thoughts and emotions in an expert way, instead of losing their temper or stuffing their emotions or that kind of thing. And they're getting that increased emotional strength, increased emotional awareness, super fun to see, you know, guys are turning their wife saying no to sex into increased mental and emotional intimacy, which is super awesome. Okay. Guys are having more physical intimacy with their wives as well. Super fun to see. And, you know, my my wife and I had a really great trip this past weekend. Got to spend a lot of time together. Got to connect all across those areas, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically. Really great time. Spent a really great time with friends. It was just amazing, amazing weekend. So super fun win for me this week as well. Um, so coming back to today's topic, right? You say I love you and your wife doesn't say it back. So what you're trying now right? You're telling your wife, Hey, you know, I love you. Right. And you're probably saying it with that kind of tone. Hey, I love you. Meaning, um, I'm waiting for you to say, I love you back. (laughs) Right. And, you know, maybe that's in person. Right. And then she can really pick up on these sort of, um, needy tones to it. Right. Love you. Love you. Right. Um, or it's like over text. Okay. Oh, I love you. You put a heart emoji after it. It's an email. Oh, I love you. Right. So you're, you're saying all these things and you're not getting in. I love you back. Right. Hey, I love you. Oh, okay. Right. Walks out the door. Hey, I love you. Um, thanks. <laughs> right. Or you send the text. Oh, Hey, did you pick up dinner? Right. Hey, I love you. Heart emoji. Oh, um, Hey, don't forget to pick the kids up today. Right. So she's, she's not saying, I love you back. Right. And so what happens to you? You start getting in this negative mood. You're like, Hey, like I said, I love you. Why aren't you saying it back? 
right? Um, so maybe you feel sad. Oh man, you know, I said that, I shouldn't say it back. I'm sad, right? You're depressed. Or maybe start getting mad or resentful, right? Like, come on, like I, I say all this stuff to you. I'm so nice to you. I do all these good things, but you can't even just take a second and say, I love you back. Like that's annoying, right? Maybe I should just stop doing anything for you, right? So this is all part of what I call the mosquito cycle, right? It's a, it's a great example of it. Okay. So you're doing quote unquote, nice things for your wife, right? You're saying to her, I love you, right? Which in theory is a nice thing to say, right? Um, you're doing the dishes, you're helping with kids, right? You're doing all these nice things, right? But here's the thing, right? You're expecting something back. Okay. And you know it, right? You know, you're expecting something back because when you're not getting it, you're getting upset. Right. So you're saying, I love you. Right. And you're expecting, and I love you back. Okay. So the mosquito cycle is doing nice things, but expecting this back, having strings attached. I call it the mosquito cycle. Cause it's like, you're trying to suck off attention, appreciation, affection, and sex from your wife. Right. So at first this can go okay, but eventually she realizes, Hey, man, this guy, he's a mosquito, right? He's trying to suck this stuff off of me and she stops giving it back, right? So if you're saying I love you and she's not saying it back, she's picked up on this, right? She knows that, you know, it's not really, you're not trying to say I love you. You're actually trying to get an I love you back, right? And you're thinking, well, I guess I should probably give this first so I should get, you know, so I can get that I love you back, okay? So again, you can know you're in the mosquito cycle if you know, you're doing nice things, but you're getting frustrated when you don't get nice things back. Okay. So you say, I love you. She doesn't say, I love you back. And you're getting sad. You're getting depressed. You're getting frustrated. You're getting angry. Right. And so then you explode or you escape, right? You say to her, yeah, I can't believe this. You know, I say, I say, I love you. You never say it back. You know, I do the dishes. You don't care. You know, you're sitting on the couch when I'm, you know, taking care of the kids right? You're on your phone when I'm trying to talk to you. Okay. So you get mad at her, right? Or you escape. You're like, or another thing you can do in an explosion, right? Is be like, fine. I'm never going to say I love you again. Right. Very immature, but, um, common, right? Well, fine. I'm not going to do dishes anymore. Fine. Right. Or you escape, right? You turn to pornography or, um, work or, you know, drinking stuff that like kind of masks your emotions. And then you feel guilty after that, after that explosion or escape. And what do you do? You go back to doing nice things. Oh man, I shouldn't have done that. Let me, let me really say, I love you. Let me really clean. Let me really cook. Right. But then you eventually expect that back from your wife, right? You get mad when you don't get it. And it just runs in this cycle over and over. Okay. So that's the mosquito cycle. So saying, I love you and getting mad or sad when she doesn't give it back is like a clear, clear, clear example of this cycle. Okay. So why does it not work? Okay. It doesn't work because it's needy right? It's also manipulative. It's needed because you're like, Hey, I love you. I love you. Right. You're hoping she says it back. Um, that shows clear as day you're needy, right? You're like, and it's manipulative, right? Hey, I love you. Like, it's kind of, it's just like a, it's like a hook, right? You're trying to like throw that line out and like hook back in, like catch. And I love you back. Right. It's obvious. It comes across in your tone of voice. Right. And the solution, by the way, isn't to change your tone of voice. It's to actually change internally what's going on inside of you. Right. Because what this is flowing from is you being not having enough love for yourself. 
right? You're needing it from her. You're needing her to validate you. You're needing her to approve of you so you can feel good about yourself, right? That's the neediness. And it's all coming across in that little statement. Hey, I love you. I love you, right? Expecting it back. It's also manipulative, right? There's strings attached to that. I love you. It's actually not giving an I love you. It's trying to get an I love you. So that's another good way to think about the mosquito cycle. The mosquito cycle is all about getting something back, right? Where the strongman cycle is actually about giving. The strongman, strong marriages program system, it's about giving, right? Just so happens when you give from a place of fullness, first of all, you feel good anyway, but also it's the most likely thing to get back love, attention, appreciation, affection, sex, all of that. Okay. So again, that, that little, Hey, I love you. I love you. Right. The emoji, right. It's, it's needy, right. It's manipulative and she knows it. Okay. She can sense it. She can hear that mosquito buzzing. Now, the hard thing is sometimes people from the outside will say, Oh man, like you're so loving. Oh, that's not fair. Right. You're saying, I love you to her. You know, she should be saying back to you. You know, your friends might say that your family might say that other women might say that like at work. Oh man, if my husband would, would say, I love you that much. Like I would just say, I love you all the time back to him. Right. And, and so you get all this external validation that like you're doing the right things and you kind of feel like you're doing that right. Well, what's wrong with saying I love you, right? That's a good thing to do. But your wife has a lot more experience with you. And so she knows what's really going on. She knows this is not about you sharing love with her. It's about trying to get something back. She can sense it. Even if she can't tell you that directly, like she just kind of feels it, right? She hears that mosquito buzzing. She knows it's manipulative, either consciously or unconsciously, right? What I teach guys is all what really comes across all the time are your intentions, right? So when you're saying, Hey, I love you, right? The, the thought behind that is like, Hey, you know, if I say I love you, then she'll probably say it back, right? So the feeling is kind of like anxious, right? And needy. Okay. And your intention is to get an I love you back, right? And so all of that, that's what comes across in that little phrase, right? And that little emoji that you send, right? Is you're trying to get this back. And she's like, Oh, geez, here we go again, right? And so she doesn't want to give into it, right? For a couple of reasons. For one, right? She knows it's, it's manipulative. She knows it's needy, right? Okay. She doesn't want to try to manage your emotions for you. Okay. If you have kids, she already has to do that with the kids. She's trying to help them feel good about themselves all the time. She doesn't want to feel like she has to do that with you. Okay. So eventually she just stops. She gets tired of it, right? It's very unattractive to her. And also, look, you know, it, it's weak right? It's immature and it's unattractive. Okay. That's why she's not saying I love you back. Does she, I mean, why should she love someone back? That's weak and immature and unattractive and, and, uh, manipulative. Right. So of course she's not saying I love you back. Right. Or she might, right. She might say, I love you back, but the problem is it's a temporary fix for your internal neediness. Right. And you're going to need it again from her, you know, the next second. Right. Cause even if she says, I love you back, you might be like, Oh, well, you didn't really mean it right? So you continue to be needy, right? So she's just like, man, like, even when I tell you, I love you, you don't even care, or you need me to tell you again in like five minutes. So this is annoying. I'm not going to do it anymore. Right? So that's why it's not working. You're trying to make her solve an internal problem for you. And it's also just, again, needy, manipulative, unattractive. So that's why she's not saying it. Or if she is, there doesn't seem to be much feeling in it because she's tired of trying to control your emotions for you. Okay. So here's what you do instead. You can still say you love her. There's nothing wrong with saying, I love you. Right. Cause some, some people will teach, well, like what you should do is just, you know, create distance. You should like act like you don't care. Right. Like if you read dating stuff, it's all about 
that kind of game, right? But when you're married, right? And you want to feel good about who you are as a person, right? You're still going to say, I love you to her. But again, it needs to be about giving instead of getting, right? You're actually trying to give her and I love you. You're trying to express to her how much you care about her, right? So if you're going to say, I love you to her, right? You need to get yourself into that mental and emotional state of actually loving your wife, right? So what do you love about her? Why do you love her? What's amazing about her? What do you really genuinely appreciate her about her, right? So you get into that frame of mind and that feeling state of really feeling loving and attracted to her, okay? So that creates inside of you a real genuine feeling of love for her inside of yourself, okay? So once you are feeling that, then you go and express it to her, right? So like, yeah, I'll, I'll do a little practice for myself right now. Like, for, for my wife, man, you know, she just planned this amazing trip for us. You know, she's super open to, to talking with me about anything. She really supports me. She's an outstanding mom. Like, as I start saying that, I start feeling love and appreciation for her. Right. So then I can express that to her, man. Like, just thank you for being my wife. I love you so much. You're incredible. Right. So when I'm in that state of mind, okay, first of all, I already win, right. Because I already feel good towards her. Right. I'm coming from a place of fullness. I'm actually trying to give her love right? So then I express that to her, right? And in person is the best way to do it because, and do it with eye contact because she can actually see and feel better that you actually are feeling love for her when she can see it, right? It's a little tougher over text, but but if you're going to do it over text, just do it with these reasons why, right? Hey, I love you so much. You're incredible, right? But, but again, like guys can still text that and be doing it from this needy place, right? So again, it comes back to how you're actually feeling and what your intentions are behind it. It's not just like checking the box of what to do. Cause like saying, I love you in theory is a nice thing to do, but when you do it with the wrong thoughts and feelings and intentions, okay. The results are negative. All right. So again, especially if you're just getting used to this a little bit, like do it in person at first, right? Do it with eye contact. So you can like see that love in your eyes, right? And again, this is not about getting something back, but it's about giving and sharing love. Okay. This has nothing to do with her saying, I love you back. It's you saying, man, like I'm so lucky to be married to this woman. I just want to tell her how much I love her. Right. So when you really feel that inside of you, again, first of all, it feels great. And second of all, that's way more attractive to her and is way more likely for her to say, I love you back. Right. When you're like, man, I love you. You are amazing. And thank you for being my wife. Right. You say something like that. She's like, wow man, this guy's, this guy's great. Right. Versus, Hey, I love you. I love you. Right. Do you see the difference? Do you feel the difference? Podcast is nice. Cause you can like, you can hear the voice difference and you know what I'm talking about. Right. So again, why does this, why does this way work? Okay. In the first, I love you. You're feeling anxious and needy and that's unattractive, right? You're being manipulative. Okay. In that second, I love you. You're feeling love and admiration for her. Okay. And that's attractive. Okay. The first one, it feels bad anyway, right? When you're like, Hey, I love you. Right. You're feeling anxious. You're feeling needy. You already, tr- you feel bad and you're trying to get your wife to fix it for you. Okay. But in the second way, you already feel good. You already feel strong. You already feel loving and you're expressing that good feeling towards her. Right. So that's attractive. So again, in the first one, you know, Hey, I love you. Right. Feeling anxious and needy. You lose no matter what her response right? She's probably not going to say, I love you back anyway. But even if she does, it's a temporary fix for a bigger problem that you don't feel good enough on your own, right? 
and you're not actually feeling love for her. You're feeling kind of resentful for, towards her. And you're just kind of floating that. I love you out to and, and the, So here's another little trick, mental trick you can do on yourself, right? You can, you can say, Hey, I love you. Right. And she doesn't say it back. And then you use that as more evidence that like, Oh, look, I do so much more for my wife than she does for me. Like I say, I love you all the time, but she never does it for me. And you're just trying to like prove to yourself that you're better than her, which again, super unattractive to her. Okay. And, and it's all part of the same thing that like, you don't feel good enough as you are. And so you have to keep proving that you're better than your wife, which again, super unattractive, but very common in the guys that I work with. Okay. But in that second one, right. You win no matter what her response is, right. You already feel love from her. You're coming from a place of fullness. It's not needy. Right. And ideally it's coming from that place of genuine love and acceptance of yourself as well. Right. So it's like, man, my wife's so amazing. Right. It has nothing to do with you. You're not trying to get anything back. You're just genuinely feeling love and appreciation for your wife. Okay. And it just feels good. It feels full, right? So when you express it to her that way, right, you're much more likely to get a genuine, I love you back. But even if you don't, it doesn't matter, right? Because you already feel good about who you are and you're already expressing to her what you really feel, right? From a place of fullness and love. And it just feels good to genuinely tell someone that you love them when you really feel it, okay? Even if you don't get it back, right? But it just so happens you're much more likely to get it back when you do it in that way, okay? Because why is that, right? So there's a scripture that talks about how, you know, we love God because God loved us first, okay? And, you know, Jesus talks about in, um, you know, when he talks about loving your enemies, he says, hey, like, look, everybody loves people that love them. It's easy, right? So what we want to do is make it easy, make ourselves easy to love, right? And how do we do that? By loving our wife first, okay? Genuinely. The, man, I love you. You are incredible. Man, I'm so grateful for you, right? Versus... Hey, I love you. I love you. Right. Setting that hook out, trying to like get back. And I love you from her. Right. Okay. So in summary, if you're telling your wife, Hey, I love you. <laughs> and then you're upset that she's not saying it back. You are in the mosquito cycle. hundred percent. You're being me- needy. You're being manipulative. And that's why she doesn't want to give it back to you. Okay. You're actually not expressing love. What you're expressing is neediness, immaturity, and manipulation. And so it's not attractive, right? And so of course she's not saying I love you back. She why why would she love someone that's needy and immature and manipulative, right? So instead of doing it that way, right, you need to generate real feelings of love for her and express them to her. You need to make it about giving an expression of love instead of taking, right? You're already full of loves, and so you don't need any more love back to you. You already feel full of love for your wife and also doing that work to feel that love for yourself. So you don't need her to build it up for you. Okay. It feels so much better to already be full of love, right? Again, like what are the two great commandments? Love God, love your neighbor as yourself, right? So love God, have him fill you up with his love for you. Love your neighbor, love your wife as yourself. So love yourself, love your wife, right? So already you're full of love, right? And you're just expressing that to the people around you. And so, look, it feels great to be in that spot. And guess what? You're much more likely to get, and I love you back when you're feeling that way. Okay. So what do you need to be able to be really full of love like this? Right. You need to become a strong, attractive man. Right. So you feel good about who you are. You need to build your spiritual strength. Again, we're talking a lot about that self-worth element, connecting with God deeply, being a man of your word. Okay. Being a man on a mission, knowing what you want in life, going towards it, mental and emotional strength, having the tools and skills to manage your own thoughts and emotions. You don't have a clear system to do that right now, unless you're, 
you know, in my program, <laughs> you don't have a really clear way to look at your thoughts and emotions and manage them expertly. Okay. That's what we teach in the program. Okay. You need to be physically, financially fit and strong. Okay. And sexually strong, meaning that you have, you know, how you want to use your sexuality and you're living in accordance with that. Okay. So look, when you do that, you're super strong internally. You are very attractive. Okay. You're a strong man. You know, so then your wife's going to be more attracted to you, but then you need to also have these interpersonal skills, you know, creating a strong, passionate marriage by learning communication and intimacy skills, right? How do I really listen? Well, how do I express myself? Well, how do we get to win-win agreements? How do I bring fun and flirting back? How do I make intimacy something that's fun for both of us, right? You need to build those skills as well, right? You need trust, which is by you becoming a strong, attractive man. Then you need communication and intimacy, right? To build a strong, passionate marriage. Okay. So how do we do that stuff? We have to rewire your brain, right? Step one, we've got to identify and eliminate the negative, unattractive patterns that you have of thinking, feeling, and acting, okay? That make you the stuff we're talking about. Immature, manipulative, right? Unattractive, right? Your communication intimacy skills that are negative. We got to find those problematic ones. We have to replace them with positive, attractive patterns, okay? Then we need to repeat those new patterns until you can't get them wrong. This is how you learn anything. And it's also how you learn how to become a strong, attractive man and build a strong, passionate marriage. Okay. Identify the negative, replace with the positive, repeat them until you can't get it wrong. If you have played sports, right? You know, this process, right? If you're golfing, for example, you might be slicing the ball really bad. That's the negative pattern, right? So now you learn the new grip or stance or whatever it is, right? And then you hit a thousand balls until that's your new pattern, right? So it's the same thing here, right? We've got to identify the negative ways you interact with your wife, right? Both mentally and in person. We need to correct them to new patterns. Then you need to practice them until you can't get them wrong. Okay. And so look, listening to the podcast, wherever you're going to get some ideas, but you're not going to get the strengths and skills and practice them, right? Listening to the podcast, it's like listening to, uh, a podcast about golf, right? You're not going to get good until you're out there hitting the balls and getting some coaching to do it correctly. Okay. Same idea here. You can learn, right? You can practice it and maybe you'll, maybe you'll make some improvements, right? But to really make it a habit and a pattern, right? We've got to go through these steps, right? So come do it with us. Come join us in strong men, strong marriages. Okay. We're going to go through this process with you. Find the negative, replace it with the positive practice. So you can't get it wrong specifically to you, targeted to you. Okay. So that you can become that strong, attractive man and build a strong, passionate marriage. Okay. It's just what happens. So my goal for this year, I'd love to have a thousand men create more intimate marriages. That's what I want to get to in 2023. So come join us, come join us, apply to join us at strongmenstrongmarriages.com. Let's do this. Let's have your marriage be more intimate, mentally, emotionally, and physically intimate, right? So you're enjoying it. So you can really say to your kids, Hey, I would love for you to have a marriage like mine one day. Okay, let's get there. You can totally do it. I'd love to help you. So come over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com and apply to and apply to join us. All right, guys, stay strong. We will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.